welcome back to another podcast. So actually, this is the third podcast I have filmed today. Currently, what day is it? It's the 23rd of April that I'm filming this, but I like that there's this cool feature on Anchor where you actually can, like, set up podcasts to, like, release on a certain day. So I'm filming this one in advance for tomorrow, so I don't have to do it tomorrow. Although, knowing me, I will make podcasts tomorrow. But I've already released, I think, three yeah three podcasts today which i have been going crazy with the podcasts um but i don't know why i decided to share that but i just did so um this one i don't really know what to call this podcast it's still like unnamed although by the time you're listening to this it has a name but um i'm going to be sharing i guess some different facts about different flowers and wildflowers and things like that um, so I guess I'm going to call this facts about flowers. Um, it's, I'm getting these facts. I'll literally be reading them from this book. It's called More Fun with Nature. I'll take a picture of the cover. This is like one of my favorite books. Um, so just quickly about it. This is like the big version. So basically a bunch of different authors, um, like, write these books about nature so there's some that are about rocks and minerals some that are about birds some that are about seashells and stuff like that but it's all in the same format and the format is really cool actually it's like they're they have crafts in here but like it's all like illustrated with like non-real um photographs but it's like so realistic it looks really cool um and the version i have has like almost all of the different books out there in one um and I it's only like this one was only like $16 and that's in the U.S. though so it will be priced different and wherever you live um but like there's scrapbook pages and stuff and this is like one of my favorite books so I'll obviously the cover of my podcast is the cover of the book but that's where I'm getting my information from and while we're on the topic of covers of podcasts I feel like when I do these read alouds I don't feel like it's necessary to put in the work of having to do all these photoshop thumbnails so from now on for these and maybe even for most of my podcasts I'm just going to take pictures of the covers and stuff because it's so much easier I can get them faster to you guys um, and really, if, like, not a ton of people are going to be listening to them, there's no point. I try, on like, making these podcast covers, and, like I was about to say, I try to make them eye-catching, but it doesn't really matter to me anymore. Um, I am just taking pictures and making up my cover. I think it looks cool, too. I don't know. I kind of like it. Um, even though my other one was cool, but also I had to delete the Photoshop app, so I have to use this online app, and it's not as easy, so... Yes, lots of talking. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to be reading some facts. I don't know how many I'm going to be reading. I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. I don't know if it's going to be a bonus episode. I'm going to leave that to future me. So yeah, I hope you enjoy today's podcast. So the first flower that we're going to be reading about is the common buttercup. But before I read this, um, just some more information about the book. It's not like a little like stick it in your pocket book. It's eight inches on every side. It's a square. There's a ruler on the back, so if you need to measure something, there's a ruler on the back. That's how I know it's eight inches. I did not measure it. Um, More like eight and a half, maybe, actually. Actually, no, not eight and a half. 
Eh, never mind. It's like eight inches. Um, and on each one they have a little like tip on the bottom. So the tip on this page says wear boots and other protective clothing. Um, all the pages have an interesting fact, and some pages even have a warning. So if the plant is not safe, it will tell you that. And yeah, it's I like this book a lot. So we're gonna start with the section what it looks like. Common buttercups grow to three feet tall and have many fuzzy branches. The plant has two kinds of stems and leaves. On the top, the small three-part leaves have short stems or no stems at all. On the lower part of the plant, the leaf stems are long and each leaf is bigger and shaped like a skinny hand. This wildflower's name comes from the delicate yellow cups that form the flowers. They are shallow, shiny, and about one inch across. Each flower has five overlapping petals that grow at the end of long, slender stems. It blooms from May through October. And then this section is about where to find it. The common buttercup likes wet meadows, swamps, and roadsides. It grows in the western states, across the plain states, and to the Atlantic coast. Other kinds of buttercups go, grow in the south and central United States. What eats it? This is another section. Ducks, wild turkeys, snow buntings. Ducks, wild turkeys, and snow buntings eat buttercup seeds. Deer, muskrats, and skunks eat the plants. Hey, I like skunks, obviously, because my name of the, my podcast name is I Love Skunks. <laughs> so that was about the common buttercup. Sorry if there's any background noise. It's just. I don't have this little personal podcast studio, if you know what I mean. I'm just filming in my room. So, sorry if there's any background noise. It's just the best I can do. So, the next flower that I'm going to be reading about, I'm not sure if it's a wildflower. It's called the white trillium. The white trillium, I think. Um, And, yeah, what it looks like. Um... Oh, wait, hold on. One more thing. On the buttercup, there's an interesting fact I forgot to read. Because the plant can be poisonous to livestock, they avoid it. So, that's just a fact. So, the white trillium. What it looks like. This wildflower, so it is a wildflower, has three white triangle-shaped petals and wavy edges. Other kinds of trilliums have red, purple, or yellow-green flowers. Each petal is about three inches long. All trillium leaves grow in threes that look like smooth, dark green triangles. Each leaf is about three inches wide and six inches long. This plant grows to 18 inches tall. It likes shaded, moist woods where it isn't bothered. Where to find it? White white trilliums grow from Minnesota and the Central Plains east to New England, and south to Virginia. Other kinds of trillium grow along the eastern edge of the prairies and form, and from Washington south to California. I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing this right. What eats it? Certain types of flies like the flowers, but probably not because of the smell. White trilliums have only the faintest of fragrance, and many others don't smell pleasant at all. Um, so interesting fact is Trillium is nicknamed Wake Robin because it is said to wake the robins in the spring. Um, and it, the tip is please treat all wildflowers gently and you should just treat all plants gently. So the next one is called the wild lark spur, the lark, wild larkspur. Um, and this has a special warning. 
so we'll get to that in a second. What it lo- what it looks like. Larkspur grows from less than one foot to eight feet tall, depending on the type. The plant looks lacy because each Larkspur leaf has several deep, finely cut sections. It looks like a shiny green hand. The small flowers are often blue, but can also be white, pink, or purplish with a pale center. Each flower has five petals. There is a long spur that sticks up from the top petal. They seem to nod gently as they bloom from spring through summer and into fall. The blossoms have a faint, fresh scent. Where to find it? Larkspur is found in woods and on slopes in much of the United States, especially in the Midwest and and East. Shorter kinds grow in wild, in open, windy places. Sorry. (laughs) Taller ones grow in sheltered, moist places. Sorry, I'm just moving around, so if you hear background noises. What eats it? Hummingbirds like the flowers. It is harmful to cattle. And the interesting fact is, some kinds of larkspur bloom high in the mountains, above 10,000 feet. And the special warning, there's like this little pink stamp that has a, a hand on it and it says special on top of the hand and warning underneath it. And it says, caution, the seeds which grow in the center of the flower are poisonous. So basically, don't be eating the seeds. I mean, you shouldn't really be eating wildflowers anyway. Um, but, yeah. So the next one that we are going to be reading about is the Turk's cap lily. What it looks like. This sturdy wildflower grows to eight feet tall. The upright stems are purplish. The narrow sword-shaped leaves are about five inches long. They grow in groups along the stem. Several orange-red flowers speckled with brown spots may grow at the end of the branch. They look graceful because the ends of the petals curl backward almost to the stem. Turk's cap petals are up to three inches long and less than one inch wide. At the base, each one is green, then yellowish, spotted with brown, and orange-red at the tip. Where to find it? The Turk's cap lily is found in wet in the wet meadows and swampy woods of the eastern United States, states, not stakes, west to the edge of the Great Plains. It likes to be sheltered from harsh, harsh sun and wind. Look for it in July and August. One flower can bloom for a whole month. It does not have it does not have a smell. What eats it? Hummingbirds like the flower. And the interesting fact is. Their appearance, which looks like a Middle Eastern hat, gives the flower its name. And the tip is, take your time and don't don't hurry. So the next one that we are going to be reading about is called the Black-Eyed Susan. What it looks like. The plant grows to three feet tall on straight, stiff stems. Its branches have fine hairs on them. Black-Eyed Susan leaves are thick, coarse, and narrow. The bottom leaves, which are longer than the top ones, may be two inches wide and seven inches long. A single flower, up to four inches across, grows at the end of a stem or a branch. Each flower has twelve or more bright yellow petals about two inches long. The center is a cone that looks like a big brown gumdrop. Where to find it? This wildflower and its relatives are sun lovers. They thrive in dry meadows. They thrive in dry meadows pastures, roadsides, and vacant, 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 long lots across the United States. It blooms from May through September and has a faint, sweet smell. What eats it? Cattle and sheep eat this wildflower. The interesting fact is 
The black-eyed Susan gets its name from the big dark center in each flower. And the tip is, use the ruler on the back of this book to measure what you find. And the next, um, the next, um, flower, sorry, that we will be, um, learning about is called the purple corn, cone, not corn, cone flower. What, what it looks like. The purple cone flower grows from one to three feet tall on a stout, hairy stem. There are only a few branches, if any. Its narrow leaves are up to six inches long and three inches wide. They feel coarse and are hairy. Purple cone flowers are huge, drooping flowers. They grow up to six inches wide at the tips of the stems and branches. Cone flower petals can be three inches long. They are found in bright purple, red, pink, and white. Where to find it? The purple cone flower isn't fussy. It likes deep, moist soil and can also grow in a, in a dry, sunny spot. Look for it in the fields and meadows of the Midwest and from Pennsylvania to Georgia, west to Oklahoma, and north to Minnesota. The flowers bloom from June, June to October, filling the air with their sweet scent. What eats it? Gold flinches love these seeds. And the interesting fact is the dark center looks like a tiny, spiny beehive, which it kind of does, it like points up in like a beehive shape. And the tip is sit quietly and you will see what kinds of wildlife also enjoy wildflowers. So the next page or the next flower is called the bloodroot. What it looks like. This fragile plant grows no more than one foot tall on a smooth stem. Each leaf looks hand-shaped and is about the same size. It is always curved with the whitish underneath part facing you. A single white flower grows on a long stem separate from the leaves. It is as wide as one to one and a half inches with a yellow center and has as many and has as many as 16 petals. The white bud is often hidden inside the leaves, so you must look carefully to see it. Um, where to find it? You will find bloodroot growing throughout much of the United States, especially in the Atlantic coastal states, south to Florida and west to Nebraska and Minnesota. They bloom in rich, shady woods from March to May with no fragrance. What eats it? Bloodroot and, bloodroot and ants help each other. Bloodroot seeds are ant food and bloodroot plants and bloodroot and bloodroot plants spread to new places because the ants carry the seeds with them. So there is a special warning on this um one, but first let's read the interesting fact. Interesting facts. Oh, there's a it's actually two facts, it looks like. Bloodroot's name comes from the red juice in the stem with Native Americans used as dye. And this is the other one. Do not pick bloodroot because the flowers quickly wilt and the petals fall off. Special warning. Caution. The juice is harmful. Do not swallow it. So actually, when the Native Americans were doing it, um, they were putting like poison on their face, but they probably didn't, they probably did not realize it, but it's poison, the juice from it. And the last, um, flower or that we will be reading about right now because there are so many in this book um is called butter and eggs what it looks like butter and egg plants grow to two to two and a half feet on thin stems that ease that bend easily soft needle-shaped leaves about as long as your finger stick out along the stem along stick out along the length of the stem 
The showy yellow flowers bloom in a spike along the upper end of the branches. Each flower in the spike is about one inch long and looks like a set of small yellow lips with an orange center. Where to find it? Throughout the United States, butter and eggs grow in a dry in dry places like vacant vacant I think it's vacant lots where they often form large patches. What eats it? The many flowers on the butter and egg plant bloom from July through October, but their smell isn't pleasant. Still, bumblebees and some beetles like the pollen. Interesting fact. This wildflower sounds like it might be someone's breakfast, but its name comes only from the flower's coloring. The yellow outsides are the butter, and the orange centers are the eggs. I don't usually think of eggs as being orange, but it's still a creative name that they came with. Um, that the flowers came with, that they were named from, I guess. I don't know. And the tip on the bottom of the book is tell an adult how long you will be gone. So, like, yeah, if you're, if well, if you're going by yourself and going exploring, you should probably have someone come with you, especially if you're going in, like, the woods or something. But I guess if you're just going in the backyard and exploring, that's fine. Um, so, that is going to be the last flower that we will be, um, learning about in this book. This book has so many more interesting facts. I'm really sorry if it was boring to you, but I don't know why you would have clicked on this podcast, because I have a variety of other podcasts, um, but if you like plants as much as I do, then maybe you found this a little interesting, maybe you want to Google some of these, maybe you want to plant some of these, learn more about them if you Google them, and of course, make sure to check out this book, it's called More Fun With Nature, obviously the cover of this podcast is what the book looks like and maybe I'll read more flowers about more flowers in another podcast or maybe I'll choose another topic I am not sure but yeah I want to thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you in my next podcast bye oh wait one more thing before I go though sorry again I don't know if I said this already about the background noise I'm moving around a lot I think I already said this but yeah sorry if throughout this you heard background noise and stuff but yeah now for real um I'll talk to you in my next podcast And this is the last podcast I'm filming today. Um, And I'll talk to you in my... Wait, I already said that. I'm just going to end it here. I'll talk to you in my next podcast. Bye!